Hi, Rav Judah here with Masachat Sukkah, Perak Bet, Mishnah, Dalit. So this Mishnah is very much the completion or next thought from the prior Mishnah. If one makes your Sukkah among trees, and the trees are walls, but the trees are only walls, you have set up some sort of a schach suspension that does not involve the trees. The trees are only serving as walls or as parts of the walls, then you can fill in the gaps between them, something along those lines. Then the Sukkah is kosher, and you're allowed to go into it on Yom Tov, because at this point, the, the trees are not serving as anything that is supporting your schach. We're not worried about your messing with the trees. They just happen to be there and they serve as walls, which is lovely. But the rules for walls in a sukkah are far less uh, stringent than the rules for how we deal with schach, which is really what makes the sukkah what it is. Now, shluchim mitzvah p'turim in a sukkah, one who's on their way to do a mitzvah is pater, is exempt from the sukkah. So this opens up a much, much larger discussion. But the idea is that when one is involved, osik b'mitzvah pater min a mitzvah, when you're involved in a mitzvah, you are exempt from other mitzvah. This becomes a massive discussion among the Rishon, among the medieval commentators, and among Poskim deciding the halacha as to exactly when and where this applies. Uh, but the core concept is that you are, A, not really meant to multitask, um, nor to start one thing, run on to something else, start that, run on to something else, start that, run on to something else, do the mitzvah that you're doing. And so, if you're involved in a mitzvah, you are often exempt from another positive mitzvah. It doesn't exempt you from a negative mitzvah. There's no exemption to, say, steal or murder, God forbid bit, because one is doing a positive mitzvah. That doesn't work. But one can say, I'm doing this mitzvah. I don't have to stop it and go to something else. Now, questions that arise. What if they're both, What if one of the mitzvot is time-bound and one is not? What if uh, it would be very easy to do both mitzvot? What if you could uh, do the mitzvah and then you, you would rather do the other mitzvah? What if you would rather not do the other mitzvah? What if you were starting the mitzvah now, knowing that it's going to knock you out of the ability to do the other mitzvah? So all these are questions that come up. I'm not really getting into them right now. Now, um, but just to give a sense. Um, but the idea here is shluchi mitzvah. If one is on their way to do a mitzvah, so is it the entirety of the way? Is it only while they're actively doing the mitzvah? But if one is on their way to do a mitzvah, and examples that Rashi gives in the Gemara on this Mishnah are things like one is on their way to go redeem captives, one is on their way to go study Torah. So some mitzvah pops up, you know, you, you can be putter, uh, exempt, and may even not be allowed to do the other mitzvah. Again, I'm leaving the details and the practical parts of this uh, for some other forum and venue. Someone who is sick and those who are attending to the sick are also part of the sukkah. A person wouldn't stay in the sukkah. Supposed to, a person wouldn't stay in the sukkah if they were sick because they want to be more comfortable. You're supposed to live in the sukkah the way you would live in your home. Well, if you were if you were not feeling well, you would go somewhere that you would feel better. So a person who's sick is assumed to not be feeling particularly well to be in the sukkah. They're outdoors. They're exposed to the elements, and so they can go inside. Uh, because they're not, this is not the way that they would live. One is also allowed to have snacks uh, outside the sukkah. means like eating and drinking that is temporary, meaning not a fixed meal, not a proper meal, not bread, uh, probably not mizonot, etc. But one's having a little snack of something. It's not a question as much of, it's partially a function of size, but it's largely a function of what the fruit is, food is. So if it's like bread, we assume bread is a meal food. But if it's fruit, let's say fruit could be eaten outside the sukkah. Uh, one doesn't have an obligation to eat in the sukkah if what they're eating is really not a meal.